Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnotthaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. That's it. It's just Advil. You, you broke your uh, ribs and that you didn't get any real pain medication uh, for it? Some Vicodin. Well, that's what I was asking about. How do I get involved in that? Well, I didn't bring any more on this trip, but, you know, I mean, I don't think Can't we should... can you power through it to just let your buddy have a Vicodin? I mean, should we... I, I don't have any. I don't, I don't have any on the oh, trip. Oh, you didn't bring any on the trip. No. Why? I just didn't have any at all left. I ran through them. That's part of the story. Okay. I mean... The one that I just ruined? <laughs> First of all, let me just say that uh, we're doing an episode. I was going to set it up. Can I set it up? Can sure. I queue up the Can I queue up the theme? Yeah, tell them it's a chinny mini. You know, sometimes I like to whisper uh, a little louder than most people. I call it talking. Other times, other times I think out loud. I can also call that talking. But other times, I like to make noises out of my body. Some people don't like those noises. I call it singing. <laughs> so we're here at the convention. That's good misdirection. I think whispering. some people thought you were going to talk about passing wind, <laughs> breaking gas. We're here at the uh, whispering convention. Farting. Uh, you can whisper. You can whisper as long as you shitty want. air. <laughs> I don't. I've never heard anyone say that. Farting shitty air. I don't like it. Yeah. I, I regret saying it. Let me put yeah. it. Let me put it that way. Yeah. Come on in. Um, I do a thing where I let people know they can come on head in if there's no one there. Yeah. You know. I like to yell, but in a coarse, quiet sort of way. Yeah. People call it whispering. Yeah. 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 You. You actually. You silently yell almost. I like to. Uh, put a little uh, nasal spray in each one of my noses i've got two on the front people call them nostrils <laughs> that's what some people refer to them as you know earlier today you TJ also said, need to yeah. use that before you go on stage okay because okay. it kills and I you will. need to gargle with salt water after we're trying you get to off. we're trying to time when i get COVID. you're having he's got a, a big situation you guys it's a very I mean, interesting situation where a you're trying to time important we had a discussion about a month ago where i actually said to you I prefer not to kill you, but <laughs> yeah, uh, and get right. you sick. But I would rather kill you than some of my closer family members. So maybe we should see each other. We actually had that type of conversation, yeah. and you know? and you really did. I said because I was the one who said, you know, if I get COVID, 
it's really going to screw me. And so mm -hmm. even going outside with your kids and messing around with them, I won't be able to roughhouse right, with them. Right. I won't be able to pick them up. Right. So kind of what's the point? And then we also, if you'll recall, I said, give me their ages again. And you said, you know, seven and 11. And I said, yeah. well, the only one I care about is only seven. Yeah. I don't really remember hanging out with people when I was seven. And this all comes from your wisdom of yeah. saying, yeah. don't worry about being around the kids the first four or five years because they yeah. won't remember it at all. Right, right. Um, and also, but, don't go on monster trips. I, I think I burned some extra good trips when they were too young. And Wynn wants yeah. to see... He wants to see animals in Kenya, and he wants to. He's, he loves animals, as you know. For now, he's, he's and he wants to go on a safari and all this stuff. And I said it's going to have to be after you're ten years old. And he's like, "Why?" And I'm like, "Because it's a waste of money. You're not going to remember any of this." Yeah. He's like, "I remember everything." I'm like, "I know you remember it now." But you're you not remember, remember it everything now, but it's only the thing you have, <laughs> right. you don't have that much to remember. That's right. That's, That's right. what you should tell him. Yeah. Wait till you have another three years of memory. Yeah. No, I've said to him. I said, "Hey, you have to start I know it seems like it. I know it seems memories. like it, but not a lot has happened compared yeah. <laughs> to what's going to happen." You know, it's true. There's a lot that's more a good, after you than before you. That's yeah. a good, uh, but that's a good perspective on uh, getting older. It's like so many better things have happened since you're younger. Yeah. A lot of people say, oh, to be, I used to have a joke. I need to still do this joke where I heard some woman I was performing at a college, which I used to do, and that was a not fun or great time in uh, the history of being a stand-up comic no. for anyone. Yeah. Maybe if you're really young and you're open to partying with the college students, uh, it's still hard. But that become. that becomes college really crowds. lame. That becomes yeah. really lame around age 25. If you've been out of college for three years, and I wasn't touring colleges then. I only started touring colleges probably when I was 28, you know, or 29, and that just is a and bad time. Decide, you're, you're seven years older than these they kids. They decide immediately if they like you or not. Right? And it has a lot to do with how old you are and what you look like, because that's how you decide the people you like in college. How do they dress? How old are they? How similar are they Can to I you? Can I quickly tell you my college story? Yeah, sure. So it was this college tour I got on. It was sponsored by some kind of soft drink. I don't remember which one it was. But uh, they gave me four dates, okay? It was Los Angeles. Was it Sprite? I don't remember. Sierra Mist? It was Los Angeles. Coke? Pepsi? Uh, Mr. Pib? I, I, I thought it was it Mr. Pib. I think it was, a type of, it was some type of energy drink. Or as he's known in Mexico, Senor yeah, Piba. I actually think it was an energy Senor drink. Pib. <laughs> Senorita Piba. That's his it was, wife. It was some kind of energy drink. So, so okay, so the, the dates were in, Chicago, or in uh, Los Angeles, Chicago, Atlanta, and then New York City, in that order, right? Mm -hmm. And it was me and another comedian. And the first... Uh, show. Uh, I had a fantastic show, and, and he went up after me. And he was one of these comedians from Los Angeles that doesn't really have much time. He only had like six minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you could just tell that like he was doing it up front because he did fine for about six minutes, and then he just got eaten alive by this really? cat, right? Right? Yeah. Just eaten alive. And uh, you know, it's just it was so obvious he had a tight five, that kind of thing. Yeah. And just just didn't have chops. He just hadn't any experience. That's so hard, and he couldn't yeah. riff, right? And, yeah, he couldn't. He had no way to so get out of that. He just had bad yeah. material. No way to get out of that, year. right? Uh. And I saw how a crowd can turn on a guy, especially a college crowd, could be like, "This guy's not cool." So the next, we get to Chicago, and now uh, I'm closing. They and they brought in a new. They fire the first guy. Right? Really? Yeah. They just, that, it's he, that bad. He was done. Yeah. Right? Wow. That right? must have been awful for him. Yeah. Yeah. So the uh, first guy before me in Chicago um, didn't have a great set, and I had a good set. And we get to Atlanta, 
and um, and and we get to Atlanta, and they've brought me into a new a new person has been sent onto the tour. So now someone else is opening for me, right? Yeah, Jesus. So in Atlanta, the guy before me goes up, and he crushed. And I'm watching him going, "Oh dear Lord, I just want to get to New York." I just want really? to, yeah, I just want, I want them to keep me on this tour. I want to do all four days. Wait, no did one you has think survived. he was going to bury you? I was afraid he was going to bury me. So I go up on stage and. After I, him. So you yeah. hadn't been on stage. So you're just, you're seeing him. I'm watching and I'm destroy. thinking. And I'm thinking, dear Lord, this yeah. is going to be tough. For whatever the reason, I go up there and this crowd. What was the college? Do you this, remember? I don't remember. Yeah. This crowd decides in the first two minutes, they hate me. Oh, right? God. And I'm thinking. Goodbye, New York. It's uh, not happening. And, uh, and I, I ate it. I mean, I just went down geez, hard. It's really? Uh, yeah, yeah. How and good uh, of a comic were you at that point? I mean, I wasn't experienced at all compared to, you okay. know, obviously. It was, it was, it was certainly, I didn't have as much so you angles just to, ate it. Yeah. Weren't you riffing? I tried, but it, it was, you know, they, like I said, though, in a college crowd, they decided they just, you're not cool. Yeah. And, then and I was much older than this guy. I just wasn't, I mean, this guy was like, he was their age. And I was like, yeah. you know, I was probably, you know, 32, but I wasn't that experienced, really. Right. Anyway, um, you know, you know how the story ends. About f- three days later, I get a phone call from the guy no. that set up the uh, set up the show, and I see his call coming in, and I'm like, ah, all right. And uh, really, I pick up, like, yeah, I pick up, and I'm like, so. Um, uh, I'm not going to New York, am I? And he's like, no. Oh, God, because he'd already seen them fire <laughs> someone else. <laughs> right, right. So he, by the way, he has, he doesn't give a shit about firing because he already right, did it with this right, other probably, kid. Probably, yeah. So to him, he's kind of like, hey, you know how this goes. <laughs> it, was all it was like, it wasn't even a tour. It was just a, it was a, an episode. It was a few episodes of Survivor, really. <laughs> You know, I also like the idea that instead of a tour, it was just different shows where someone got fired. Yeah, it really was <laughs> yes, each show. Oh, that's so tough. Yeah. Well, you know, it's tough too because was the black kid younger than you or older yeah. than you? Yeah. No, he was. He was. He was younger than me. So he was just really. He was great. But there's already that. He's hilarious. He's more their and age. And cool. then you come up and you're older and yeah. white. And, he was and it's cool. not. Yeah. Well, and you're, I, I obviously, I think you're very cool. Otherwise, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be your best friend. You know, you're, yeah. you're not mine, but I wouldn't yeah. be your best. No, I, I reverse that joke. I, uh, you know, you wouldn't be my best friend if you weren't cool. I know I'm not your best friend, but you're my best friend. Okay. And so, um, you're cool, but you don't. That's not part of your act. No, it's, I'm not. You're not really to trying yeah. to be like cooler. Look at this amazing thing I did. But you are very. You do crazy shit, but it's just yeah. not like slick cool. It's like cool that you would say to somebody, Hitler would be ashamed of you if you were his son. You know. <laughs> um, but what I was gonna say is that uh, that's a what a what a crazy story. I've had some weird college stuff, but but we digress. this one was we digress. Right? Yeah, but let me finish okay, my. Yeah. Um, you know, I I was somewhere and I, this woman said, you know, how old are you to a girl? It was I was doing a college show and it was a date. It was a nooner. Oh, yeah. And I've done this twice. It's yeah. Fox River Valley yeah. College. It's like a community college. It's not a junior college, but it's kind of like. And they do a noon show because I have shows that night at Appleton. It's all yeah. off of the Appleton uh, Comedy Cafe. And, uh, or Skyline Comedy Club as they call it now. And um, uh, you go... And it's totally light. It's at like 1 p.m. 
and you get up on stage. There's no stage lights. There is a stage, no lights, and, like, and it's sort of lunch. Is and it in the dining hall? Because I've done one in the dining, the dining hall. hall. It's brutal. It's brutal. And I also, did one in Kentucky they in the bring the hall. pizza after you start performing. Yeah. They bring out the pizza yeah. and open it, so everyone gets up during your show to yeah. go and get pizza <laughs> to then come back. And during a certain part of your set, everyone is looking at each other, going. Uh, what is what is that? Is that uh, the Supreme? Does that have uh, was that sauce? Oh, that sausage in there. All right. Do you want a cheese? Hey, Sarah, do you want a cheese? <laughs> to the people that are still sitting over at the other place watching me, I got this girl Sarah laughing and then being like, "What? Do they have any uh, just vegetables? Oh, it has sausage." Okay, yeah, just cheese. I wonder what he's. What were you saying, TJ? <laughs> Wait, that was actual whispering. No, that's my uh, that was usually loud whispering. I, when I'm when I'm silent. And thinking something, but I just barely silent yelling. Yeah, it was. It's just that a silent scream. Salad scream. That's what I do when I see a salad. About something. We just went out to lunch. So let's hear about it, though. And we went out to lunch, and And this is if we're Frankensteining the pod. So you're hearing a little bit of to be continued. Yeah, that's right. To to be continued. But we 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 stepped into the elevator yesterday, and TJ found hundred hundred twenty dollars. Twenty dollars, right? One hundred dollar bill, and one twenty dollar bill. And they were both, they'd clearly fallen out of someone's pocket. Because they were kind of crumpled up. And so I got them, and we got in the elevator, and we had a discussion about what do you do with that. Because if you go downstairs and you turn it in to the reception, and you say, look, if anybody lost some money, give it. You could even say, if nobody claims it, just give me a call and I'll I'll take it. But if you say that, then what's going to happen? Yeah. Almost assuredly. Yeah. Let's be real. Whoever you give that cash to is going to pocket it. They're going to keep it. They're going right? to immediately put it in their pocket because no one's going to... Maybe if somebody came and said, look, I lost $120 in the elevator, maybe that kid would give it back. But knowing the people that are working there, how much money they make, I can anyone can justify to themselves why they should lie to somebody and right. say, no, nobody turned that's it why, in. And that's why I think one of the And the first most- reason I think, and tell me what you think about this. Yeah is it's really easy to say, well, I mean, if you're going to be that careless with $120, then clearly yeah. it's not in your wallet. Yeah. You have, it doesn't mean that much to you. But I, it, so it was a conundrum. What did you think? Well, I think that, you know, one of I'm the, the type of guy that would turn it in. Well, one of the most ridiculous phrases in the world, just because it rhymes, happens to be true, and that's finders, keepers, losers. Weepers. <laughs> Febreze. Those peepers. <laughs> Let the, Let the wind, wind do its job. job. But yeah, I mean, it's uh, that that's the most ridiculous phrase, but it actually is true. You, you have to just keep whatever you find for the most part. Well, I said it has someone's name on it or it's their yeah, wallet but or whatever. You steal, but for cash. You steal a lot of things. But for I cash, mean, you'll I, go to a lost and found and steal someone's lost item. And that's a great way to get a, you know, I, I wish there was a place where you could do that for socks. It's a great I've way run for, out of socks. For ski goggles, that's the best way. Ski goggles is the best one. Gloves, I think, could be really so important. I, I lost a pair yeah. of black gloves. Yeah. yeah. Now, I had a question for you, though, and I've been meaning to ask But that you, doesn't but make me... I, I don't I, think it makes you a bad but person. No, no, but I disagree with you. I think it makes you a bad person. I, I, I'm the type of person that if I found... Even if I've had a pair of socks yeah. and I need socks right now, I would turn them in. The, th- the reason is no one at the front desk is going to steal those right, socks. Right. No, but money, is money is, is so I feel when it comes to cash, I will agree with you. Finders, keepers, losers, well, weepers, because anybody who gets a hold of that, it's they have to have such a strong moral compass. Of course. 
And or if you say, find something in wait. the ocean. Sometimes you find things on the bottom of the ocean. And that's yours? And that's yours. Yeah, of course. What have you found on the bottom of the I've ocean? I found now? a mask. What if you're like still rocks, use. a shell? I found an actual <laughs> seaweed, <laughs> seaweed, kelp, fish. Yeah, fish. I found a dead Catch fish. Catch with my bare hands. I'm not giving that back to anybody. <laughs> a ship? I found a so ship you found- on the bottom? It's mine. <laughs> I found a beach. I found an entire beach underneath the water. There was a place called so, Atlantis I visited. Mine. Mine. All mine. So I interrupted you. So continue with yeah, the... Yeah, I found a, a, a snorkel mask and I, I still use it. Because I mean, really? I'm not going to be able to find whoever lost that. No, I think that's true. And in some ways, that guy, when he realized I've lost that cash, I would say there's a 3% chance, 5% yeah. chance that he's going to go downstairs and be like, right. I he left cash. Right. No, no, no. In his mind, he's like, I left that cash in the elevator. The idea that I could go downstairs and be like, did anyone find $120? That's just not going to happen. And even if somebody didn't turn it in, in his mind, he's like, they'll probably keep the money. So I think when it comes to cash, finders, keepers, losers, weepers, and that includes my friend cash. (laughs) Cash Levy, if I find you, then I'll say it right now. I'm going to call April right now and say, hey, I get a weekend with cash. You know why? Finders, keepers, <laughs> losers, weepers. I, I I, have a question for you, and I've been meaning to ask you this the last 24 hours. Um, and it's I don't know if it's an essential question of, or, or where were you, but when I got off the airplane, the, uh, the limo guy picked me up, took me to the hotel, and I reached in my pocket to give him a tip. And the tip was... Um, you can uh, get that. I thought it was. Did you get no, that? No, no, The tip was. No, you love using your phone. No, you should pick it up. <laughs> the tip was uh, what I thought I was giving him twenty dollar tip, uh-huh. but it turned out it was a two dollar bill that Wynn had given me to buy him some candy. No. Now here's my question: Is it insulting to give a guy a two dollar tip, and is it more insulting that it's a two dollar bill, even like kind of like a gag? No, 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 no. I think- like. You know, I've done that. So would you have given it to him or said, hey, I'm sorry, all I have is $2, which is what I did. I go, I thought this was a 20. How special is the $2 no, bill to you? Not not special. I mean, Wynn gets these $2 bills from his aunts and uncles all the time. That's cool. I um, What I do is I've given a $2 tip, not usually to a driver, yeah. but to say to a curbside check-in guy or a bellboy that helps you with your luggage or something. And what I say is, I go, that's a $2 bill, that's good luck. Because it is. Okay. Okay. So I actually think you're giving away something. I would, here's what I would do. If I had a 20 and a $2 bill, I would decide how good the driver was. And if he was really good, I'd give him the $2 bill. Yeah, he was great. So then you give him the 20 and the two. Yeah, yeah. But I've I've been going back and forth a lot. When I was like really doing well, my whole life, I would tip 20 bucks right. to drivers. That's when things are going wrong. I, I would tip 20 bucks to a valet. You know, I would be a guy who really tipped 20s as if it was a five for somebody else. And then now I'm in a situation where I kind of am looking to tip people 10 bucks if they're amazing, 15 bucks. But there's some drivers where if, you know, the tip is always included when you get these like limos and things. Not like, you know, stretch limos, but a black car. And so if a driver's not very good, I just don't tip. Because I've asked them before, I've said, do people tip after I tip them? They go, most people know they don't because the gratuity's included. So you don't think two is insulting? I I think a $2 bill is really cool and it's so rare. It's the scarcity. And when you say it's good luck, you know what they do? They wait. 
and give it to their kid or a buddy or a family member or something and say, hey, I just want to give you a lucky $2 bill. Another, another, another essential question. That's practical living in the modern age, <laughs> motherfucker. I've been meaning to ask you this. I haven't seen you in quite a while. Do you, do you feel like it's almost, is it a little insulting to get a holiday card, a Christmas card too early? Is it sort of like, look, we, we're, we're on top of this shit. We're, we're getting it out early, right? Almost like right after the holiday. Like right Not after the, insulting. Right after December starts. Not you, insulting, but does it say something bad about you? Are you a Yeah, does it say something bad about you? Yeah, I think it, you're sort of bragging. You're kind of like, it's like people who are like, I'm done with all my Christmas shopping exactly. and it's only December 15th. No one wants to hear that. I question If somebody says that, I'm like, I don't give a shit about how quickly you yeah, got your Christmas I, I shopping done. I question the people that get their Christmas cards out too early. So okay. tell me what you think of this. Kate and I don't do a Christmas card, but we've been talking very seriously about doing a New Year's card because we have a friend that they don't do a Christmas card, they do a New Year's card. So it actually, I'm not sure, they've never told me this, but I think when you get Christmas cards, it reminds you, oh, we should do our New Year's card. Uh, and Kate always says, everybody does Christmas cards, let's do a New Year's card. And I agree with her wholeheartedly. But we don't really buy people gifts that much, and for Christmas gifts, I should say. And the reason is I like to buy people gifts not around a schedule but when I see something and I think of them and if you give somebody a great gift they don't really care that you didn't give them a you, you are truly gift. an impulse shopper well that knife that I bought in Alaska <laughs> I still use that's my main knife <laughs> every time I open the drawer and I look at that knife in New York I, I swear to God I'm like that was a great purchase I've seen you isn't that weird I've really looked at it and been like that's a great. I'm so happy that I did that. I've seen you drop like four hundred dollars. That's at, how much it cost. At a that night yeah. cost four hundred. Okay. And you said you also bought some hats. And I shirts. came you're in. Just, you're, you're just like, I mean, a gift <laughs> yeah. shop was made for someone like you because you're just like, oh, let's take that, 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 and that. You know. Um, yeah, but not as it's got to be. It was a four hundred dollar knife. It was a bone handle, yeah. and the shape of the blade was so cool. And I bought it and. Then I came and I got in the car with you, and you're like, "What is that?" And I was like, "Oh, I bought that knife." And you'd seen it, and you're like, "You started laughing." You go, "You're the only person I know who would buy a four hundred dollar knife as an impulse buy." Well, you didn't have, and any, I was like, "I'm going to regret it if I don't you, do it." You, you didn't have any money for it either. I had to put it on my credit card. Is that true? And you paid me back. You, you have not, you know, you paid me back. I don't remember that part. Yeah, it was funny because you, 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 you probably had $600 worth of stuff, right? Yeah. You bring it over to the front counter and you start reaching your pockets. You're like, hey, can you cover this? I don't have my, uh, my, my credit card. <laughs> and so I actually had to pay for it. You paid me back. So it's no big deal. Uh, but I, never, I, love I was that never knife. worried about it. I love that knife. But, you know, the fact that you were buying a knife made me think maybe you wouldn't have to pay me back if you didn't want to. I mean, well, I pulled is there it a message here? Is I pulled it on here? you, but you just said that's a, that's a mighty fine <laughs> knife, TJ. <laughs> and that compliment alone was worth paying you. Um, so it is six thirty-six. Uh, We're no, getting we picked up few, at six forty. Six forty, really? Yeah. What do you? When do you want to get picked up? I thought six forty-five. Let's do a few more minutes. All right. But let, me, let me I'll let me tell you this. Let me hear it. Next year's holiday card. I've decided to take pictures of all the other Christmas cards. And that's going to be our Christmas card, like. And oh, right, that's right. Really These funny. are our friends. Something like that. Are you really going to do that? <laughs> I was thinking of doing that's it. That's a genius. Because I think idea. it's so ridiculous. Like, they got them out early. They got them out early. 
right? And so I'm going to use theirs a as a collage, lunch, right? Yeah. It's a collage. That's like one of the funniest ideas these for are Christmas the people card that I've cared. ever yeah, heard. These are the people that cared enough, right? Uh, we have a buddy who does the funniest holiday cards. He's such a weird guy. He's actually Colleen <laughs> Quinn, who owns the Omaha Funny Bone. Uh, it's it's her son. It's yeah. her older son, yeah. Dan Quinn. And he sent and he sent this Photoshop Christmas card of him in a Mormon family Christmas card, and then made up this preposterous story of like Helen and Julie are getting along better. They've decided to start baking again because they've finally been able to stop fighting about nights to spend with me. And then you know he had all these kids, and one of them looked developmentally challenged. I mean, it was just the craziest thing. So he has really funny ones, but that would be amazing if every year you sent out a Christmas card because some of the people that would get it are in your Christmas card. Their right. Christmas cards right. are in it. Now, here's the question. Is that an invasion of privacy? Would they be upset that we did that? Some of them haven't professionally done. Do you have friends that do that? No, not really. I mean, you know, kind of. I think what you do is now you can just go online. I'm surprised by You that. can just go online. Professional photographers. Out on the beach, oh, we protection. see that a lot. No, I they don't They have think. a professional photographer do like a, a family day, that kind of thing. Here's another thing we did not do this year. No, my mother collects the um, pictures throughout the year. So she's thinking about it. Talk about thinking about it early. In yeah. the beginning of the year, she's thinking, okay. Here's another thing I never do. I never put our names on the card. There's a place where you can, you know, say the names. April, Cash, Chance, Win. Look, if you're getting a card from me, hopefully you what know the me. fuck am I wasting that space for well, on the, our names? You should know who we are. But the reason you do that is to put their ages and the some names of that. the pets. Yeah, some people do that. But you say win nine, chance 11. Yeah. That's it. But on the back, you can say chance turned 11 and nobody really gave a shit. But win is finally seven and we can't wait to see wins eight. As far as the kids go, he's the winner. And there's a chance we're going to stop talking to the eldest one. How about this? How about this? How about this? I, here's what I'm going to put on the next year's card also. Please throw this away before New Year's. It won't hurt our feelings. Because I think people hang on to them too long. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they're sort of fun to look at. And then when Kate and I get all of ours, we look at all of them together in one fell swoop. And then I think we throw them away. Yeah. Here's one other thing, a little practical living in modern. You know, it'd be funny to go to a friend and be like, "Hey, can we have all of your backlog Christmas cards? Yeah. We just want to see yeah. them again. Can yeah. you send them our way? Yeah. <laughs> that would be really funny." <laughs> one, one little Christmas, one more a holiday note before we uh, uh, adjourn here, and this is a, a the first part of a two-parter. In the second part, you'll find out how I broke my ribs and what happened. That's a real yeah. Cliff it's a danger. real doozy. It's a cliff danger, and it's a little uh, it's a little <laughs> Dang, mini. It's a little, that's cliffy. Yeah, it's a cliff danger. It's a cliffy dangs. A cliffy uh, but we'll uh, we'll whisper a little louder on the next episode. But we only have so much time here. We have time constraints. But uh, it'll be a to be continued. But yeah. one other thing about the holidays, we didn't put up any uh, lights. We didn't put up any tree. We did nothing this year because we were traveling. And I'll be damned if I decided that taking down the tree and the lights is more depressing than the pleasure it gives you to put those things up. Really? But not having to take it down made me feel so happy when we got back from that trip. It's depressing after the New Year's to take all that stuff down. It's not worth the joy that having it up gives you. That's my new theory. Don't wear it out. Cliff Yeah.